Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Hey, friends. Welcome back to our favorite thing that we do here on the TikTok Podcast. We have a Friday feature bonus episode. It is bonus because it is so juicy good, full of all the extras, all the wisdom, all the encouragement. And that is exactly why I invited today's guest to be with you, to pour into you, to pour into me, frankly. You know, I I love women that not only are willing to take in what God gives them, but they are so willing to pour out to others. And I don't know how Erin Wilmer does it, frankly, how she has the capacity to pour out. I know she would give all credit to God, but I'm telling you, this woman that you're about to meet, she she just has it all, does it all, and it's not in her own strength. So I know I don't want to speak for you anymore, Erin, but she is a very successful businesswoman, married to a very successful businessman. They've got four incredible children, and we are privileged to be sisters in the fact that our children go to the same school. And I'm so grateful that they grow up together because, Erin, you have built and created a family that I consider family, and I want my children to be influenced by what and who your family stands for. So please welcome Erin Wilmer to the show. Oh, thank you, Callie, for that that very um, humbling introduction. And I am just blessed to be here and to share my heart with all of you all. Thank you. Well, Erin, I was thinking I have two little stories that I want to share, if that's okay. Okay. And then we're going to get into our conversation. So the first is, A lot of our listeners here know a little bit about the background of the TikTok podcast. I want to give some credit to your hubby because it was about a year ago. And we'll tell everybody who your husband is and what he does. Okay, so um, my husband is Steve Wilmer. Uh, He is his uh, trade name is Steve Speaks. He is a motivational speaker, corporate trainer, and um, he is the kind of person that will get you out of your comfort zone. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And so I don't know why I was so foolish to reach out out to him because that's exactly what he did. But I asked him if I could have, I think, 15 minutes of his time, I said, because I know how busy both of you are. And I was really opening my hands up to my and era, my and season. And I just wanted to get his professional advice. He didn't, he not only gave me 15 minutes, I'm pretty sure he gave me 30 minutes (laughs) and I just really so valued his wisdom, his experience. So that's the first thing, Aaron. But the second thing is I want to talk about Josiah. Okay, so Aaron has four kids, Judah, Josiah, Joy, and Jaina. Jaina and Brayden are in class together, school together, in the, in the same class. But it was a few years back, Aaron, and we had a field trip at the school. I don't remember where we were going, but mm-hmm. I was a driver, and there was two different grade ages, grades, you know, ages of kids that were going. So I was a driver and I had a couple boys that were going in my car. And as we leave the school and start walking to my car, I realized I should probably warn them that my car is pink. Mm -hmm. So I drive a pink Cadillac and I was like, hey, boys, you know, 
my kid knows that. But these other boys, I thought I should probably warn some boys. Girls would love it, but you never know. So we're walking to the car, Aaron, and I say to the boys, hey, guys, um, just so you know, you're going to have to ride in a pink Cadillac. Your Josiah looks at me, not skipping a beat. And he says, oh, I love pink. I said, <laughs> you do? He goes, yeah, it's a mix of blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> and I was like, this kid is something special. So all your kids are amazing, but I will never forget Josiah looking at me. And I said, Josiah, can I steal that from you? And he said, yes, I've been sharing it ever since, Aaron. <laughs> they know how to pour it on. Those are Steve Wilmer kids. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was like, I know who your daddy is. Oh, goodness, girl. Well, let's talk about. Let's just talk about the real deal here. And I want you to give everyone a little background as to who you are where you're coming from, as I know you're going to give a lot of encouragement today. So tell us a little bit about Erin. Okay, so um, I probably would start with, um, I grew up, uh, my mom and dad got divorced at a young age. Um, I was two when they got divorced. And um, my dad was um, coming back from serving in Vietnam. So when he came back, he wasn't, you know, mentally all the way there. Um, so we ended up staying with my great grandparents, me and my older sister. So my great grandparents raised us the majority of our life. It was a very um, restricted childhood. So we spent a lot of time in church. So um, I grew up in church, but I didn't necessarily know God for myself. That didn't happen until I got much, much older. Um, I ended up joining the Navy at 17. I served 24 years in the military. Um, retired at 37 and started a career in financial in the financial industry after that. Um, married Steve in 98, 1998, and um, became a mother in 2001. Um, I like to say that I was either pregnant or breastfeeding for a 10 year period. It was just a it was a long time. It, my body did not belong to me. You it, Moms know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but after that, um, I would say probably in my mid thirties is when I rededicated my life back to the Lord for real, for real. You know what I mean? And, um, it's just been, um, it's probably been, it has been the best decision of my life. So I like to say that I try to strive to put a smile on God's face. So that is how I live my life, you know? Um, is I just want him to be proud of me and I want him to smile when he thinks about me. So that's, that's me in a nutshell. Girl. Well, I tell you what, anyone that knows you, I know your ultimate mission isn't to put a smile on our faces, but I know you do that for us. And I know that women listening are already feeling that from you. Mm -hmm. And so I know that your mission is coming True. Mm -hmm. It really is coming to fruition, Erin. And I'm sure it wasn't always easy, right? It wasn't easy to navigate all these seasons of your life. This is a podcast about time, but I tell you what, time is has so many different elements to it. It has energy management to it. It has emotional management to it. It has goal management to it. Like there's so many different pieces and you have experienced it all. And now as an entrepreneur with your own financial group, you're an author. We're going to talk about that too. 
how do you prioritize your time so that you can manage all the things? You've got professional responsibilities, personal responsibilities. How do you, how do you do that? Give us a little insight. Wow. When you say it, it sounds so overwhelming. <laughs> it's it like, is overwhelming. <laughs> what is right? talking about? <laughs> You're like, wait, how do I do it? I don't know how I do it. <laughs> um, I would probably say um, the one thing that has helped me um, the most is to be present wherever my feet are at the moment. Is if I'm home, I'm present. If I'm at my job, I'm present. If I'm at church, I'm present. So that has helped me. And when I feel myself getting overwhelmed, I just have to stop and take a look down at my feet and say, okay, Aaron, just be present in this moment. And that has helped me. I can't even explain how that has helped me to balance myself, you know, because sometimes when we are entrepreneurs and we have a lot going on. We can be somewhere, but we're not present. We're, you know, we're there physically, but our mind is somewhere else. Our emotion is over here. And so that has brought balance to my life is to just be present wherever my feet are planted in the moment. I tell you what, that visualization, I think speaks volumes to just taking a minute. That's the other part. Like that mm -hmm. means you actually pause for a moment. You take a breath. And then you say, okay, where am I right now? That's hard to do. It's hard to do, but it, it's, it's, I mean, I think we as women, we have to be intentional, right? Because a lot of times we are emotional we, we got emotional down pack. I mean, we can do the emotion. <laughs> no one wins in that category but us. Yeah. But I think we have to be more intentional about, you know, the things that we want, the things that are important to us um, and the things that we're going to we're going to put effort to. So um, that is just one thing that I had to I had to make myself be intentional about wherever I'm at. This is going to get my undivided attention at this moment. And um, I, I think that for, for us, that's what we have to do. We just have to be intentional about it. You know? I remember a conversation that my mom had with her best friend, Erin, and they were on the phone and just catching up. It was, you know, nothing super important. And my mom said to her best friend, what are you doing? And the best friend said, Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? I'm folding laundry. And she said to my mom, what are you doing? And my mom, without any ulterior motive, without any pride, without, she just, she said back, I'm just talking to you. Oh, I remember my mom saying that. And I thought, I am so not good at that. I want to multitask. I want to think, Okay, what do I have to do tomorrow? What do I have to? And my mom modeled that in that moment. Mm -hmm. What was she doing? She was talking to her best friend. Not to say that we can't take advantage of our time and be smart with it and utilize that. But that's kind of what you're saying, isn't it? I am. And I, the one person in my life that helps me in that area is my youngest child, Jana. Because um, she can be talking to me. And if I'm not listening, she'll say, Mom you're not listening to me. 
and I have to say, oh, I'm sorry, let me put this down. It reminds me, it brings me back into focus. Okay, I need to be present for her right now. She needs my undivided attention. And she helps me a lot in that area. So when I do get get to the point where I'm, I'm doing this and I'm doing that, she's like, mom, you're not listening. And that brings me back into focus. Okay, I need to be present. So I, I think that um, I know that it has been a tremendous balancing in my life. It has. And I share the opportunity I get. I share that. Well, and I was going to say, you share in a lot of different ways. I know that you share on social media, you go live, you've got this devotional. And I really believe that at the heart of it, you have a servant's heart for women. So talk to us about your devotional. And I am going to, by the way, I do want to plug it. I am going to put the link in the show notes and you're not just telling women what to do. You're living it out. I feel like that's the only way you can do it. So tell a little bit about this devotional and how you use this to serve, encourage other women. So um, the devotional is basically um, a Bible study in the morning. Um, so one thing that we are taught at our church is that, you know, spending time with God is the most important thing. And it helps to regulate our day when we do it first thing in the morning. And so um, I wanted to help in that area because I know that a lot of times for me, I hit the ground and I'm running like I got this to do. I got that to do. So I hit the ground and I'm running. So I I wanted to be a help for myself and to others. You know, let's just take 20 minutes in the morning and let's just give God some time. And I try to be very transparent on that um, devotional. I may be too transparent for some people, <laughs> but I really um I think my message to people is that God is concerned about everything that we're concerned about, you know, and I think sometimes we forget that there is a connection that he wants to make with his people in every area of our life. And sometimes we kind of put him up on this pedestal where he doesn't have time for that or he's not concerned about that, but he's really concerned about everything that we're concerned about. And so that is really what I try to communicate on the morning devotion, you know. Yeah. And tell us the name of your book. It's a really intriguing name. And tell us about how that background came to be. So it's called God's Chocolate Chips. It's a uh, 31 day devotion. It is um, very practical, everyday occurrences that happen in my life where God just kind of revealed himself to me. So I really just share those stories. It's got a place for you to um, write down, you know, your notes. It's got a scripture and a small prayer. So it's each each day is maybe a, a page and a half. Um, but really, that that's I was praying about the title. I wanted to be something kind of catchy. And um, one day I was on Facebook, and you know how Facebook has those little questions where you ask a question. Um, and then you push the button and then it tells you what it says. So this one particular day, the angel was saying, what is God asking your angel about you today? And I thought, hmm, what is God? What is my angel asking God about me today? So I clicked the button and it says, God says, how is Erin doing on her weight loss journey? Now, how in the world? <laughs> what? That <laughs> angel needs to back off. <laughs> but I struggled in my weight loss journey and I'm like, 
what? And so the angel replies to God, well, she's not doing too well, God, because she loves chocolate chip cookies too much. And I thought, oh, that is the name of my book, Chocolate Chips, you know. And so um, that was kind of how it happened. And it is it's a very easy read. And I'm very, very, very um very proud of it because I think that it shows God as being an up close and personal God. And you know what? If he cares about the things we care about, he created that cocoa plant and those chocolates and that sweetness, right? So have the cookie. Have the cookie and tell the angel to back <laughs> off. Alone. Back off. God's chocolate chips. You know, I, I do believe as well that morning rhythm, seeking him first in the morning, that is the do or die for me. You know, it it really sets the tone for the day. And having that realness that you have in your devotional, I think is going to be really valuable. So if anybody's listening and they're like, I need that and mm-hmm. I love chocolate chips and I am going to go for that, then you can click the link in the show notes. And I think Aaron, they can find it really anywhere books are sold as well. Anywhere books are sold, right. Anywhere yes. books are sold. Mm-hmm. So that is an and for you. I talk a lot about my and era, the author piece. You have a really successful financial company as well. Let's talk. We're, we're going to kind of get us back here to the concept of time and where we invest our time. So in order to build a successful business, that takes time and that takes ambition. And what does that look like? How do you navigate spending time growing your business, being successful? What does that look like? How can we, how can we learn from that? Well, I think as, as women and as Christian women, um, we have to make God our CEO of our business, right? Um, and and in doing that, you know, we're praying over it, we're seeking Him, and we are expecting Him to make those God connections for us. So um, He's not going to do the hard work piece for us. We still have to show up every single day. We still have to put the work in, but He is going to connect us with the people that um, that he designed for us to help. And then also knowing that, you know, everyone is not your client and being okay with that, you know, because I think as women entrepreneurs, that rejection piece stops a lot of us in our tracks. You know, it does. And getting past that and you're like, okay, well, that's just not my client. God, send them in, send me my clients. And I think for me, making God my CEO was the biggest turnaround for me in my business and and knowing that I, as long as I showed up every single day, then God was going to show up right there with me. And um, it has been phenomenal what he's done and what he is doing. You know, I think approaching it with trusting him that if he's going to bring that person in your path and they are a yes, they want to be a client. But at the same time, if he's removing someone or they're, it's not the time for them, trusting that just as much, that's hard to do. It is. It is. You, you mentioned um, at the very beginning, we, we have no problem showing our emotions. And that can be a very <laughs> emotional experience and up and down a roller coaster. Yeah. One thing about um, being an entrepreneur is it requires personal growth. It requires us working on ourselves just as much as we're working on our business. And um, the person that I was 
in 2012, when I started this journey, is a different person that's sitting here talking to you today. You know, it has required growth in so many areas of my life. And I think as as entrepreneurs and as women, we have to be courageous enough to face that that part of us. Okay, girl, you got to step it up in this area. Okay, you know, yeah, you got you and, and being honest with ourselves and then going out and seeking whatever tool we need to put in our toolbox to become better in that area. Um, for me, what was so funny to me is I thought to the Lord, why would you send me in sales when you know I I struggle with rejection? Like, that's not even funny, Lord. Like, <laughs> and, and, and I had to really walk rejection out of my life. Like I had to escort it out of my life. Like you've got to go out of my life because it was something that I struggled with as a child. You know, even when my mom left us with my grandparents, you know, that that's when that rejection entered into my life. And and so it's something that I dealt with throughout my adult life. And so when God says, I want you to do this and I'm like, sales where people can tell me no all the time. That's not that's not funny, God. I don't want to do that, you know, but it caused me to grow up in that area, you know, and I think as entrepreneurs, not, I think I know as entrepreneurs, it requires personal growth. It just does. All right. How, how did you do that? How did you either a find the time, the resources, did you just make the decision? Is it that easy? Was it a process? It's a process. And I, I always I started with what the word of God says about me. Right. Because I think we have to really, truly know our identity and our value in, in any whenever we are entrepreneurs and we take the step to say, you know what, I'm going to do business for myself. You have to know your identity and. um so I had to go back and research the scriptures about what God says about me. And, and I'm going to I'm going to show you this. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So this is God is within her. She will not fail. And that's Psalms 46, five. Can you all see that? We can see it. And so this is my motto. That is my motto that God is with me. I am not going to fail. I may I may fit of, you know, experience some setbacks. But as long as I get myself back up, I dust myself off and I get back in there, you know, I am not going to remain in a failed state, you know. And so the the identity piece, knowing who you are, knowing whose you are, knowing what he says about you, because in this in this um, arena that we're in, everyone has an opinion about us, you know, what we're supposed to look like, what we're supposed to wear, how we're supposed to sound, what we're supposed to say, how we're supposed to show up, you know, and if we allow those voices to come in our head and tell us, then we will be crazy. So we have to find, we have to know from the very beginning, our foundation has to be planted in the Lord and what he says about us. And that is how you get rid of rejection. That is, that is how you get rid of it. Aaron, knowing you personally and hearing you say that, I can see how your decision for personal growth, not easy, not convenient, takes time, will change and has changed generational legacy. Mm -hmm. Because your children have watched you walk mm -hmm. through that. And I know your children 
and they are confident, they are driven, they are definitely children that do not in any way feel the pain of rejection like you did because of what you went through in that hard work to get there. Yeah. It's, it's a nasty, it's a nasty, nasty thing. It, it really is. And we all experience it in some form, shape or fashion in our lives, you know, but some of us, it, 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 it attaches itself to us and we have to, you know, really fight to get rid of it. And um, so, yeah, I can't stand rejection. <laughs> And like you said, and here God literally placed you in every single conversation with a client. There's a possibility for it. It keeps us humble. It keeps us having to grow. Yes, it does. It does. It does. It does. And, um, you know, when you and I talked about um, the the whole thing about sis, you can have it all. I think. In that is 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 when God starts saying that to us, you can have it all. You can you can have whatever you desire when you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to grow. You can have it all, you know, and and I believe that I believe that with my whole heart. And I think sometimes we also have to know that it all looks different for different women. Mm-hmm. And in different seasons. So what would you say? What does it all look like for you right now? Again, with an as an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, four very busy kids, some some more grown than others. What does it all look like? <laughs> um, so it all for me is having prosperity in um, in all areas of my life. So, and when I say prosperity, I don't want to just be married. I want to enjoy being married to my husband. I don't want to just be a mom. I want to enjoy being a mom to my children. Um, I don't want to just be an entrepreneur or a businesswoman. I want to enjoy it. And so um, that's what having it all looks like to me. It's, It's being able to enjoy, you know, what God has blessed me with, what God is doing, um, where he's taking me, um, it may be uncomfortable, but I may say, okay, I don't know what you're doing right now, Lord. This looks very scary to me, but I know once I get on the other side of it, I'm going to appreciate it. So um, for me, having it all is having the courage to go through and and get to the other side of whatever God is trying to take me to. Mm. So that's what it all. And I believe we all can do that. I really do. You know, even if if someone is is struggling in their marriage, I mean, I could tell you a whole testimony about our marriage. If you're struggling in your, you know, with depression, if you're struggling um, with your weight, um, whatever you may be struggling with, there's a other side to it that God is trying to get you to and just have the courage to, to go with him and get to the other side of it. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, it is a sweet place. It is a sweet place that he has waiting for you. I love the word that you chose so often we, I believe we only think of prosperity as in finances. And I will say that you and your husband have become very prosperous in what you're doing. And you've also become very generous in, in turn. But prosperity doesn't just have to mean with our money. 
And so I love that you use that term in so many other areas that maybe we can think a different thought. Success is Mm -hmm. not just about the dollar or that we, you know, we're able to carve out an hour here or there. Success and prosperity is not just a feeling, it's an action too, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and like you said earlier, it looks different for everyone. You know, my success, my prosperity can be totally different from someone else's. You know, they may want to just be able to have Friday off and just go to the beach. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's whatever your your version of prosperity and success is like, you know, and um, and I don't believe that any other area has to suffer for us to get to that point either. You know, and I think that's another um, point that I would like to make about sis, you can have it all is your kids relationship, your relationship with your children doesn't have to suffer for you to be successful over here. You know, your marriage doesn't have to suffer for you to be successful over here. You know what I mean? Your health doesn't have to suffer for you to be successful over here. You can have it all. You can be successful in all those areas. You know, it's just us being intentional about it. And, you know, Erin, as I was listening to you, I thought if somebody is hearing this and this is foreign for them, they don't feel successful, maybe in any of those areas. Maybe they're hanging around friends that are also not successful in many of those areas. Wouldn't you suggest to that? Start with one. Start with one of those areas, because it sounds like not everything was at the CIS I have it all stage for you at the same time. You had to work on some of them one at a time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and I would say if someone is not having any success in their life, you know, start with the smallest one. You know, the smallest thing, like if you say, OK, I am going to, um, you know, commit to not having caffeine every single day. Right. So start with something small and and be successful in that to build up your um, momentum to go to the next one. Don't start with that major one first, you know, because a lot of times we want to go for the big gusto. And then when we don't get it, it knocks us all the way back down. So start with the smallest thing first and get success in that area and then build yourself up. Um, It absolutely did not happen overnight. And I'm still working in lots of areas, you know. But um, I am I I accredit it all to being intentional and seeking God about it and being honest with him about it. Mm, Being honest. Absolutely. Aaron, there's so much that you have to give. You've given us so much already today. And there's so many different areas, like I said, as a wife, as a mother, as a woman of faith, as an entrepreneur, so as we wrap up our conversation for today, but I, I always want my guests to come back because there's so much more. Like we can we can keep this conversation going, I, I hope. Is there anything that we've not covered yet or anything you want to emphasize for the woman that's listening to this that says, Erin, I do want it all. I do believe that I can have it all. Anything left that you just want to speak directly to her? Um. I want to say um, the one thing that I want to say is I want to say to keep the main thing, the main thing. And the main thing is our relationship with the Lord. So um, prioritize God 
And that in you and God, your relationship with God is that number one. That's the number one thing. So your relationship with the, with the Lord um, and then your relationship with your family. That is the next thing. And then after that, everything else. So I think keeping the main thing, the main thing is keeping God at the forefront, keeping him at the center. And it, it doesn't look like, you know, you know, um, sometimes we make it seem like so religious. You know what I mean? But it's just like you and I having this conversation. It's just as easy and as simple as that. Um, God, I am just overwhelmed today or God, I need your help or God, that really hurt my feelings or God, that really pissed me off. Excuse me for saying that, but sometimes that's where we're located at. Um, but just keeping that relationship with him as the main thing and prioritizing that and everything else in your life will fall into place. As you were talking, I just got, I got a picture in my mind of a fountain, you know, and that source is coming out and then everything else, it just flows down from there. Yeah. Right. So as long as we've got, we're connected to that source, then it fills up every other area, every other area. Guaranteed. Well. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So Aaron, you mentioned a few minutes ago about, Hey, if you wanted a Friday off and you went to the beach, like that is, that can be prosperity for you in your schedule and in, in your life. So I'm going to, give you a gift here as we finish. And um, it's not a real gift, but it's good enough. I love gifts. <laughs> okay, here you go. It's the gift of a bonus hour. So let's say oh, that wow. Aaron Wilmer gets a bonus hour. It does not come out of your other 24 hours. You don't have to account to anybody for it. It could be as altruistic or as just you know, some, some women have said, I just would sleep. Like I need an extra hour of sleep. So it can be basic or it can be extra. What would you do, Erin, with an extra bonus hour? Oh my goodness. I would absolutely be at the beach in the sun with my feet in the sand. Absolutely. No phone, no kids, no Steve Wilmer, <laughs> just me and the beach and the sand and the water Oh, I would absolutely spend it at the beach. Absolutely. Well, you know, I live right here on Pensacola Beach, right across the street. So if I see your car pulling over there, I'll know that Aaron said, you know what? I'm going to take that bonus hour. <laughs> I'm going to get those feet in that sand and um, just sit and enjoy and be present. And Aaron, when you're out there, you're going to look down at your feet and you're going to say... I am present in this moment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking down at mine under my desk and I've got um, some fuzzy socks on <laughs> and I'm looking and I'm thinking, I'm so grateful I was in this moment with you. I've been looking forward to it. I took the chance and made the ask and I said, Aaron, you're on my list. Mm -hmm. We have this chat and you were so gracious. Thank you, my friend, for pouring into everybody today. Thank you for having me. I have been blessed to be here. Wonderful. Well, I know so many people are going to want to stay connected to you. They can find you on social. They can find you at godschocolatechips.com. A little bit about your story is on there as well as the book. And I hope that um, everyone feels a new friendship and a smile on their face because they now are friends with Erin Wilmer. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Callie. Thank you, friend. God bless you all. We'll talk to you next time.
Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode. And until then, make every moment count.